jump right into the message today, and I also just want to welcome everybody. You know, out of all the places you could have been, you chose to be with us, and we take that uh, as a blessing, so we appreciate that. So you guys just enjoy. Um, you should have a place to take some notes. Um, also, I want to remind you, you can check out our website at keepthepromise.org. Tim does a great job getting the stuff out there, and don't forget we got the smartphone apps too, so you can get that. So if you miss a week or something like that, or I uh, want to just review some of the things, you can get it uh, online, okay? So, the title of our message today is A Time for Everything. Can I get an amen there? Yeah. Yes, all right. You know we're going to get y'all working it a little bit. So, we live in a world of change. How many know that? That is just true. I mean, things just keep going and going. With technology and stuff, things really coming at you fast now. You know, young folks are really getting things thrown at them early on, man. You know, when you look at the stuff that they're doing for homework and stuff, I'm like, wow. After about, after about third grade, man, I'm like, you need to talk to your mom. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm serious. Some of these things, I couldn't even turn on the calculator time Thomas got in seventh grade. I'm like, man, there's, I see what's wrong with it. They put all these letters in here. You know? You're supposed to have numbers on this thing, boy. What's wrong? <laughs> but anyway, things always change. You know what I mean? In this world. So let's look at a couple of things. The evidence of change is all around us, man. And I, I just want to take a look at a couple of things right here. Summer becomes autumn. Autumn becomes winter. Winter becomes spring. Think about this. The young become aged and the new becomes old. But here, you know, even though time changes, I mean, just, just things change. Just think about in your lifetime, you know. For me, I was thinking about this last night. I mean, when I was little, man, you hiked them pants up here, man. Them pants was up there, you know. Then, then, then later on, it was, wasn't cool because you were crabbing, right? Come on, Miles, you knew it was, right? Everything's up there. Maybe if you lived in Bacosa, that was all right because you probably were crabbing. And then now, stuff you got pants on the ground, right? You got stuff all down like this, underwear all up about midway, you know? Me and Jess was watching the guy come from the 7-Eleven a few months ago. Man, he was walking like this. You know? He's telling me, I was like, man, he looks like a fish going like this, you know? So times change, man. What else changed? <laughs> My father-in-law's just going like this. He's just shaking his head on it. It's true, though. And I think about that. And I think about the hair. You know? When I was growing up, everybody had a mullet. I still do. <laughs> but now everybody crops it down low, and that's okay. But you know, sometimes I fight with that, you know what I mean? It's probably good that I don't shave this. I had a lot of knots on this thing, man, coming through. I am not kidding. But you know, regardless, things change like that. Styles change. But the good news is this, God never changes. Isn't that good? In the midst of everything changing, God is sovereign. God never changes. But just, you know, for a minute, let's think about this. Change can be good. See, as a Christian, we can become stagnant. That's why we do stuff different every now and then. Try to do it a little different, you know. We only use that about an hour, hour and 15 minutes, but we try to mix it around, you know. Because we want to keep things fresh. Because the Word of God, it, it doesn't have an expiration date, like I said, a week or so ago. It doesn't. It just keeps on giving, keeps on living, amen. And like I said about this here, it gives us opportunities to adapt to new situations. So if we're not changing, you know, growing, let's call it that. If we're not growing and maturing in these things, we're going to get left behind in some situations, right? But you know what? We can hold fast to the truth of God's word because it never changes. But suppose for just a minute, just imagine that God did change. Mm. Wouldn't be much peace in that, would it? Because just, just say that he loves you today, but he might not love you tomorrow. Oh, man. Just suppose that you were saved today, but then you weren't saved tomorrow. You know what's so sad about that? Many people believe that. Many people believe that. 
That's why I always encourage you to bring your Bibles. That's why we take the time to break the salvation message down. That it's all about Jesus. It's what he did on the cross. The finished work on the cross. And we put our faith and trust in him. We are secure in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Now let me tell you. There's not much peace in anything out there in the world. If it is, it's usually temporal. temporal. But let me tell you. The peace that passes all understanding is in that relationship with Christ. Amen. Oh, I think there will be a big amen in that. So, you know, for Christians, um, there's a lot of change in life, right? There's a lot of change. And I'm sitting there thinking about this. See, first we're blind and we're dead sinners. Then we're made alive, right? And then we grow in Christ and then we see where God wants more of us and wants more of us. And he points things out in our life to make course corrections so that he can refine our life. Listen to what I'm saying. He takes you right where you are. And I say this all the time, but he loves you too much to leave you there. You can't give enough, do enough, anything to earn salvation. It's grace. By grace you're saved through faith. Right? Not that of itself, but it's a gift to God. But you've got to receive it by faith. That's what I love about the message. You listen and you study any other religions, man. You've got to do this. You've got to hurdle that. You've got to do this and all that. God says, I love you right where you are. I created you. And you can't get out by yourself. But I came as a man and lived a sinless life to buy you back. Man. Now think about it. It's been two weeks since we celebrated Resurrection Day. How does that transform your life? It should transform my life every day. Not just on Sunday. Not just on Tuesday. Every day. See, that's why we keep the podcast going. That's why Tim's working behind the scenes. Because you know what? Sometimes you just need another fill up, right? So today I want to energize you in the truth of God's word. And we're going to look at some things, okay? So let's keep on rolling here. One other thing I want to hit before we go over here. It stretches us. It causes us to grow through the trials and the tribulation. There's a time for everything. It's a time for everything in life. Amen? All right. Now take a look at this. Ecclesiastes 3.1. That's going to be our primary verse where we're jumping out today. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under the sun. Now most of you guys have been around the block. Usually you hear that at a funeral. Right? You do. And he goes through the whole thing. And I encourage you this week to look at this. And Solomon wrote this. Solomon was the wisest man that ever walked this, this earth. Outside of Jesus. Amen. All right. And when God asked him to bless him, what is it that you want? He said wisdom. And that touched God's heart so greatly, he gave it all to him. Right. But see, a lot of times we don't want wisdom. We just want the answer. We don't want it to transform. We just want the answer to get what we want and then move on. But see, wisdom transforms your heart. Right? The truth of God's word transforms your heart. And as you apply it in your life, then you start seeing God alive in you. I said this the other day, and I think it's worth repeating. We could go to the library, take a little field trip, and there is a lot of knowledge in all those books. Right? But it doesn't become wisdom until you take hold of it and apply it in your life. What I'm telling you today, we need to apply in our life, okay? So I want to take a look at a few things here. And everybody's doing well, so that amen. amen. All right. So there's a time for growing. There's a time for rest. There's a time that things die out, a time of sorrow. And there's a time of newness in life. And sometimes that's scary. Change kind of scares us sometimes. You know, in school when we switch to a different grade. At work when we get another uh, job or maybe a promotion or maybe just in another section. We feel a little uneasy. But I tell you what, most of it is this, guys. is how we perceive it. How we go, uh, go about Applying it to our lives. So when these challenges come up or opportunities come up, man, take God's perspective. 
that God's doing a work in that season in your life. Amen? We can work in that. God will work in that. So everybody experiences this stuff. And, um, you know, that's what life is. It's, it's a progression. I told somebody one time, uh, a long time ago, before I was really walking with the Lord, I, I had this perspective. And I, I don't think it's a biblical perspective, but I want to tell you how my mind was looking. I said, you know what it looks like to me? It looks like you spend the first 20 years of your life trying to figure out what you're going to do. The next 20 years of your life, trying to get what you want. And the, the following 20 years, just trying to hold on what you got. I was thinking about stuff. You see what I'm saying? I was thinking about stuff. How can I get this? How can I get that? How can I get this? But without the Lord, that's all my, my mind was on. What can I gather up? What can I get? Stuff. But man, let me tell you, when I got the stuff of Jesus Christ, all that passed away. Because he is more than anything I could ever gain in this world. A relationship with him, all right? So, let's go on and move in here. I believe through these things, through these different times that we go through, that God's desire is to teach us and reveal to us something new each day. So when we go through some of these seasons that we're going to talk about, let's try to turn our minds and our hearts to say, what instead of why? You know what I'm saying? When we're going through some of these situations, a lot of times, and it's a natural you know, thing that we go, why is this happening? But if we turn it to, what are you showing me? Just think what God will teach you during those times. So, you know, that's what I think is, is when, you know, I've experienced different things in our life, that God continues to just work in our life and prepare our hearts, you know? Um, but we've got to be willing and we've got to be looking and we've got to be ready to do that. I'm going to tell you a fresh story. A fresh story happened to me yesterday. In the midst of our everyday life and our everyday season, God's working, right? Even if you go to get a pizza at Mr. C's and you just want to hurry and get back because you want to go for a motorcycle ride. God's still working, right? And God's working through his family, right? So I went into Mr. C's pizza yesterday and I was hanging out. I saw a good friend of mine and we were just talking a little bit. I said, man, have a great day. Get ready to walk out. And I hear him talking to some young ladies. And I'm just paying. And he started talking about church. Just loving them right where they're at. Just mentioning a little something. Hey. And I'm paying and I want to go. I'm ready to go, right? Ready to head out. But look how God works when we're just available. And he said, oh, I go to church with Buddy. We go to church down here. I go, really? And he says, there's your doorway. I thought that was amazing. My friend said, there's your doorway. And I was over there. I said, we need to tell them about Jesus. We need to tell them about Jesus. Well, y'all know what happened next, right? Because when the lady counted my change back, she gave me a fresh $1 bill. Right? Everybody that's been around here knows I usually share, share the message of the gospel through a dollar bill. So I just went on over, loving them right where they're at. And me and my friend were talking to them. And I shared about the grace of God and the gift of God and how God had, uh, that sin separates us from God. But God's love draws us back in. And by faith, we know we can be secure in Him. You know what's so cool about that? God took a pepperoni pizza, my friend, in a few minutes, and those girls gave their life to the Lord. Right there, right now. Give the Lord a hand clap. That's a God thing. That's a God thing. We didn't grab anybody, put them in a headlock. We didn't say, you got to go here. You got to clean up. You got to do this. We just talked to them about the Lord in everyday life. And God honored that. That's all about God. But so there's always a testimony. There's always a season of opportunity. Amen. Every season brings opportunity. Say opportunity. Yes. Well, let's take a look what we got here. Now, I want to start with the season here in summer. I'm going to cut through some of this here, all right? 
Summertime. Think about some of the things you like to do in summer. I love the summertime. You know why? These are some things I like to do. Enjoy the outdoors, family time, fellowship, cookout, swimming pool, biking. Y'all know I only got a four-foot pool because I can't swim, right? Everybody knows that. Y'all pray for me this summer. I might, I might do a little diving in. All right? But sightseeing and camping, you know? And there's whatever it is that you guys like to do. That's an opportunity to get out of those four walls and, and just see what God's doing out there. But as we do that, we're going to have opportunities to share our story with people, right? We're going to be, have opportunities to invite people to church. We're going to have opportunities to pray for people. Whatever it is, maybe it's just an encouraging word. It's amazing how God will take us, simple folks, right? Talking to me, about me first, right? And use them in a mighty way if we just listen. Let's take a look at what else we got. Now, the summer starts like yesterday was nice, man. Every time we stop, we go, hey, you know what? Man, it's nice, isn't it? It's nice. And I tell you what, probably by August, we're going to feel like this right here. But as summer drags on, it becomes hot, dry, uncomfortable, almost like a desert at times, right? Because this is, this is, you know how I can tell this? Because when we first start in the summertime, Denise and her mama are out there doing all this in the garden. I mean, I'm telling you, the hair's back and they're doing this and the roses are coming up. But August, I will be lonely out there trimming. Not really. I'm going to get Thomas to do it. But anyway, <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you, at August, them things are looking like this, man. Denise said, you need to pull them up. <laughs> Walk in the house, you know what I mean? You know? But man, I tell you, them gals really did some good work. Taking the time and investing there and, and nurturing those flowers and stuff and everything. But you know, the truth of the matter is what I want to talk about is sometimes in, in each, each season, especially like in summertime, things can get uncomfortable and tough, right? Now, what I want to do over the next few minutes here is kind of draw a spiritual parallel on these things and kind of work them together, okay? So let's take a look at some of these things. Now, in the summertime, it makes me think of this. We experience some dry times, desperation. Has ever, anybody ever lived through a time that's just, just desperation, man, just desperate times in our life? You feel so alone, right? We experience some uncomfortable times, the lack of peace. Man, that makes for a long day, a long week tough time. And we experience these desert times just like a time of testing. If y'all want to read some more on that, take a look at Matthew chapter 4 about Jesus in the desert, right? But I want to pull out a few things in here. I want us to grab hold to this powerful truth. God doesn't change, just like I say. So, you know, as we continue on, we know that we can trust in Him. You know, what does that mean that God is unchangeable? I want you to get this in your heart. It means that you can count on God to always do the right thing. No matter what. You can count on God to respond to you in love. No matter what. So it also means that he won't change his mind about you. Now we got some so-called friends that might do that along the way. Right? But we keep on trucking. But you know what? When those things come up. Young folks. Everybody folks. Mature folks. Man, just look to me. Look to me. The Lord. I'm talking about the Lord. Like in the song. Look to him. And you know what? He'll draw us close. So no matter what season we're in, God will never leave you or forsake you. I'm going to give you a couple word anchors here, all right? Let's take a look. If it's your first time here, I always try to give you a word anchor. You say, what is a word anchor? As I talk, I want to go and pull out of the Bible what I'm talking about to encourage you and, and solidify that and give you the foundation of God's word. So you say, well, what is he preaching? He's preaching God's word. Amen? All right, let's take a look at this. Psalm 102, 25 through 27 says, Long ago you laid the foundation of the earth and made the heavens with your hands. They will perish, but you remain forever. You see that? 
but he will remain forever. They will wear out like old clothing. You will change them like a garment and discard them, but you are always the same. You will live forever. Isn't that good to know? Put that down in your notes, guys, because there's times coming in our life that we need to remember that. Let's anchor it down with this. Hebrews 13, 8. I love this verse. Keep it close to your heart. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Y'all read that with me. Come on. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. That's the good news. When we get that in our heart and build our foundation on the truth of God's word with that, things start to change. God is faithful. He is unchanging. And let's move on to our next season, all right? Autumn fall, right? There starts to be a noticeable transition of nature. Change in preparation. Colorful signs. You know, the leaves. You think about that. People want to go down the parkway and look around. And it's a beautiful thing. But you know what? As we see this, in our lives there's times of preparation for the next season. See, that's what God's natural way in, in, in nature is, is to work through those seasons, Right? Why? Because there's a time of preparation for the next. I don't know what season you're in, but I know that always, if we look to God, God can do something in that season of your life to prepare you for the next. He can prepare you for the next. Amen? Things that need to be shed off so a new thing can begin. And sometimes God wants to give us some things in our life that, you know what? We need to leave that behind and keep moving on and follow Him. Just like the songs we sang this morning. You know, follow him. There's things in our life that God wants to, to, to pull away so that we can run a strong race. Amen? A cycle being concluded. That doesn't have to be a sad thing. It could be a graduation to something great. Amen? It could be a graduation to something great. You think about this. We entered into different seasons. Uh, as a person, are you the same person you were 10 years ago? Think about that. You know? Yeah, me too, Dave. <laughs> but what about five years ago? What about a year ago? And I'm talking about how we handle things, how we, how we respond to things, right? So think about that. So there should be growth, there should be some maturity, and there should be that understanding like we talked about. should be a time of growing. So we're being molded into the likeness of Christ, amen? Every season has a purpose, even the painful ones. God can make something out of that. He can produce fruit in his time, even in the painful ones. So let's take a look at the next cycle. Moving through this pretty quick today. I want you guys to get a good hold of this. Now you think about wintertime. Dormant. What does that mean? Lying asleep or as if asleep. A state of rest or inactivity. Man. When I think about that, we feel like if something's not moving, we're not growing sometimes. I'm going to tell you what I found in my life. God does some of the greatest, most critical work in my life during those times when things just slow down. Because you know what happens then? I can get a chance to listen to them so I'm not all involved in everything. See, you can do a lot of good things, but I want the God thing. So I pray as you look at this, God will take that goal that he's working in your life and pull it to the top so you can see how sometimes in these seasons, God is still always doing a work even if you can't see him. And we're going to address that in just a minute. Sometimes we feel like it's just desolate times. When we're feeling all alone, we can trust that the Lord will never leave us. You know what? You know what? I'm going to tell you what. 
You ever felt like this? Have you ever been in a crowd of people and you feel like you're the only one there? I don't know. That, that's, that's tough sometimes. You feel like you just, you're just, you know, another spoke in the wheel and it's like, it doesn't matter. But as we tune our hearts and our, our minds and our eyes to Christ, he looks at it and says, you're mine. You're worth it. See, we start looking through the lens of Christ and that makes all the difference in the world, all right? What else we see? Cold. When we're experiencing the cold-hearted world, we can trust in the warm-hearted Father's love. See, that world could be rough, man. Man, I tell you what, young folks, they could be tough. When you're going to, man, they're brutal. They could be brutal. They can, they can just, man, the things they say. I was talking with a friend today before we started church. And man, we don't realize it. But the way we respond, we think, well, I didn't say anything. But if you make the shovel lip every time somebody says something, or you ask somebody, hey, start giving this and that. Man, you're sending some signals, right? Now, that doesn't mean that we're always reading them right. But I know for me, I hope that the signals that I'm, that I'm sending are Christ-like. I know there's time I'm not. Sometimes I don't even know it, you know? But I want to be aware. I said, Lord, help me to, to model you well. Help me to be a reflection of you, right? But you know what? We're still a work in progress, right? That's a good thing. So we can rest, right? We can find rest in his promises. We say this from time to time. How are we going to know his promises if we don't open the book? You need to open the book. We share them here, but God's a personal God, right? Just like we said, everybody got an app on the phone. You, we got Bibles here if you need one, right? We send out daily devotions. You, you can get the word in you if you're willing to, to eat of it, right? But we want to nurture it in the word of God. That's why we do stuff in, in the middle of the week to try to give us another booster shot of Jesus, right, Tim? Amen. <laughs> to keep us going because you know what? This world is cold, but the love of God is warm. Amen? Amen. So sometimes during the winter, it's a time to refocus. We can cry out and refocus our hearts on the dream that God planted in us. Now, I want to stay there just a minute. Some of you are here and you say, man, I don't even know what God put in my heart. It's been so long ago. I've taken the back burner. I took care of my kids. I did this. I'm trying to do a few things. Now I'm taking care of my parents. My dream just doesn't seem like it's going to come. Well, you know what? Go to the Lord about it. Right? And maybe God is refining that. Maybe you had to go through these different seasons so that you would be prepared to walk out that dream. Right? Maybe that's the case. Maybe he's building new strength in your, in your life there. I'm going to share a story in a minute just about that very thing. But you know what? We don't have to be down and out. Sometimes in the wintertime, I know for me, it's a time of reflection. At the end of the year, I don't know if you guys do that. I'm thinking about, you know, wow, look how God has worked this year. What, what is the plan for, for next year, Lord? You know, what can I improve on? What's going on? It, it, you know, does my family know how much I care about them? Uh, what's going on here? How can I improve here? How can I take care of my body? You know, different things like that. But it does no good if I don't apply it, right? And I don't get there and go, man, I would have, should have, could have. Man, I, oh, and then I'm just like this. No, I look at that and I look at the promises of God and God begins to take those bricks off my back and say, come on, get back in the game. If you're here today and you say, you know, man, I, I've just missed the mark. Well, that's okay. Everybody in here has. That's the good news. That's why I get excited, man, because God rescued me and he'll do the same for you. I got saved from a Bible track in 1995 on the side of the road on Halloween night. Somebody gave me a slip of paper, transformed my life, man. You know, I got my own rock and roll buddies coming in and go, man, this is so cool. I go, isn't it cool what God will do? But 
but he's still doing a work. And he'll do it in your life, and he's doing it in mine, and he's going to continue to do that, and he's going to get the glory for it. Amen? So no matter what season, just remember God's still in control. So now we're in winter. I want to move on to the next thing because you know what? Spring is coming. Say, spring is coming. All right. Well, you know what I think about spring? Spring brings life, doesn't it? In pollen. I suppose that, yeah, it does. Doesn't it? In mosquitoes. Amen. Everybody in Bacosia should say amen there, right? But take a look at this. Take a look at this. When I think about the bringing life part, and I think about the possibilities, beauty, freshness, opportunity, and the great anticipation of what's coming. See, Saturday night when I'm going through this, man, I'm excited. I didn't go to bed until 1230 last night. I preached to two couch cushions and a, and a lazy boy last night. You know, I'm just, man, Lord, this is good. This is great, man. I'm turning around and I got one little cat, TJ. He goes, that's the best. He can't say amen yet, but he's awesome, man. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. Come on, come on, TJ. You can do it. But, uh, you know, it's funny because everybody else just clears out. I go into my little prayer tower and TJ, he comes up to me like this, looking around. You know what's so neat about that? That God cares about animals. God cares about everything. See, if you care about something, no matter how big, how small, God is interested in that. So I want you to hear that. What, I just feel like I'm supposed to detour for just a minute. Whatever that is in your life, the little thing that you think, well, I can handle it. You know what? Give it to God. There's no burden too big. Is there anything God can't do? There's nothing he can't do. All right? And God wants to, to fellowship with us. You know, moms and dads, aunts and uncles and grandparents and stuff. When, when, when your loved ones come to you and you say, hey, what do you think about this? Doesn't it just bless your heart? It does. You know? Wow. And think about it. You're not always going to agree with them. But that's okay. But I tell you what helps. When we got the anchor of God's word in our life, that's where we want to measure up to. That's where we want to come line up to. Okay? You know how we measure up to that? Only through the blood of Christ. We are justified in him just as if we never sinned. Amen? That's why I get excited about Jesus. Come on, let's work this thing. Here we go. Make the best of each event and of each season of, your, of change. Man, I work with people. The lip is out here sometimes. Well, we're going to have to do this. Or we're going to do a new procedure and everything else. And you know, sometimes it's tough. You guys remember the, you remember the spas? My work buddy going, yeah, I know. We have, this, we have all these procedures. And a new company come in. And they say, well, you're going to write a procedure for the procedure. And we go, what? <laughs> if I tell them the truth, <laughs> all the guys in the world would go, amen. You know? And we go, man, we don't like that. But guess what? Guess what? The Lord gave me this great revelation. They're paying you. Do what they want. I said, you know what? We ought to just do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a probably a good thing. But you know what? It's for the best, right? It's for safety. It gives us an opportunity. And they said, we don't care if it takes longer. We just want you to be safe. Okay. Sounds good to me. But you know, when that first came out, man, we were like, oh, oh. See that new season. Steve, I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> see, 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 you're still having a difficult time with that. Oh, man, that's an inside work joke, but that's okay. But you know what? In each event, pick the positive and see what we can pull out of that. You know what I do when they send me to classes and stuff at work? It's great. You know what? I, how can I apply that to further the kingdom? You know, I'm just sitting there going, that will work at church. That's good. That's a great thing. Yeah, that's good. Ooh, I don't want to use that. You know, so whatever it is, I'm thinking God-minded. I'm trying to get my mind on the God thing, Right? So I'm looking, instead of the problem, I'm looking to the problem solver. Guess what? Then I don't have the doom and gloom. They go, man, you like these classes? Like, no, not really, but it's okay. They got cookies in the back. They got famous Amos. Bring it on. You know, this is a good thing. So here we go. 
Make the most of each opportunity. We should enjoy life. Man, now I'm going to tell you this. I don't mean be reckless. You know, I'm going to enjoy life. I'm going to quit my job tomorrow because Pastor Butter said to enjoy life and I don't like working. But you know what? You're going to test your faith, right? <laughs> okay, but listen to the Lord and enjoy your life. Doesn't mean to be reckless. Take the promises of God and walk them out. But I'm going to tell you what. If today was your last day, what would, you what would your family remember about you? See, when I get up here preaching this thing, I, I do my very best, but we always pray over the message, right? To make it more than what I could ever make it. Because if this was the last time I ever got to preach, man, I want it to be the best. It ain't no guarantee for next week, you know? We're going to be here, Lord willing, but I want this message, right, to glorify God. I want this message to transform lives because that's what it's all about. If I just go up here, I'm going through the most, well, here we go, point number 42, you know, no. Man, I want this to come alive because God's word is alive, amen? Enjoy your life. Now, take a look at this. This is a great thing to write down here. See, a lot of times, all you can see is the middle of God's word, not its end. Think about that. See, a lot of times when we're in, the, we're in the middle of that, that's all we see. We don't see the end. He knows the beginning from the end, and he has you where he wants you. I mentioned this before. Man, you know, in, in ministry stuff, I'd like to be able to do this all the time. And we do it all the time. I wish I didn't have to do some of the other things where I could really focus on this. But guess what? I get to do this at work because guess what? It's not something I just do part time. It's something that I live because I'm a Christian 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, and so regardless if I'm picking up a pizza or regardless of where I'm at work, right? I don't mean that I got to go in the cafeteria and go, okay, everybody, let's bow your heads for you, drink your milk. I'm talking about, you know what? Let's live our life for Christ and be available for those opportunities, all right? And realize that no matter where you're at, see, this is what the devil wants to do. He wants to rob your hope. He wants to take that, that problem that you're dealing with and go, it's big. Oh, man, it's big. And you go, oh, man, it's big. Oh, you'll never get out. Oh, I'm never going to get out. And God's going, excuse me, I'm still God. You're still my child. You have hope. You have me. You can overcome. You can have victory in Jesus. Amen. So what I want to tell you, you don't have to stay there. But don't get focused on the middle. Keep looking to the end. All right? Because God is worthy. Amen? So we can trust God to provide all your needs because he loves you so much. Now, I want to share a little something with you guys. And, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to feather right in here. This, this is amazing. Different seasons of life. Sometimes God will reveal those things back in your life later on. This week... When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do, I lay there. Denise still thinks I'm snoozing, but I'm praying. I'm praying. And then I try to write a little something down what God's showing me. Let me tell you what happened about Wednesday of this week, okay? I'm there, and I wake up, and I'm praying. And immediately, God brings back something I didn't even think was whatever. About 37 years back, man, when I was about 10 years old. And I'm just sitting there thinking... And this goes through my mind. I remember being at my great granddad's house. He had passed on. And my uncle would took over that house. And we're in West Virginia. And all I want to do is shoot my BB gun out there because they had like a little creek. A creek. That's what it means here, but they call it a creek. And I'm just shooting stuff, you know. And I'm like, and my dad said, hey, son. I said, yeah. I mean, this is just like unfolding right now. I said, right back there. And he goes, hey, bud. I want to show you something. I'm going, okay. He said, you see that big rock over there? Yeah, dad, I see it. 
He said, you know how that rock got over there? I don't know. He said, your granddad put it over there. My, your great granddad put that rock over there. I go, okay. He said, how do you think he got it over there? Dynamite? No. He said he did a little bit each day, a little bit at a time. I'm thinking, man, he must not have had much to do. You know, this is 10 years old, right? I'm thinking, yeah. Or he was really strong. 10 years old, right? 47 now. Went right back to that Wednesday. Never even thought about it again. Had never even thought about it again to this day. I'm going to work with me. He said, what was happening was this. He says, I know it's just a creek now. He said, but it was a Russian river. You see that mountain up there and that holler here? And I'm going, okay, okay, I've got it. He said, the water used to come through here, man, just coming through. And we talked a little bit about the storms and water last week. And he said, what was happening was that water tended to eat granddad's land away. And he went out and stood about in the yard. He said, you see about right here? He said, it was almost to his house. And he says, my, my grandmother said, oh, I don't know what we're going to do. And my granddad said, I know what I want to do. And somehow he got a team of mules and everything. And he got this big boulder right there, right? As far as they could go. Work with me. And every day he would go out there with a stick and he'd move it a little at a time. He'd use man leverage, right? Made me think of a staff, right? Like Moses, right? And he's moving this thing. And he would move it a little bit more. And he'd dig a little bit, move a little bit more, and a little bit more. And, and they're going, man, that old man is crazy. You know, my dad said, man, we thought he was crazy. And he moved it on in to the flow of the water. And he positioned it just so that the flow of the water would come down and divert off there. Just a little at a time. You know what started happening? It started eating the bank out on the other side. It started transforming the whole thing, right? And then he would move it a little bit further. And then he got my dad and my uncle and stuff, and they'd go get the dirt. Put some more dirt in. See, more ground. Gaining more ground, right? You do that now, they'd probably lock you up. But anyway, back then they owned it. And so he would move it a little bit more. And they would put more dirt in and move it a little bit more. He says, the yard used to stop there. He says, that's all theirs now. And I'm thinking, why am I thinking about this at 5 o'clock in the morning? Let me tell you what the Lord showed me for this message. He said, I'm showing you something. He said, there's, there's, there's rivers of life all the time. There's different seasons of life. He said, but I, I gave that illustration to you, son, for this. See, when we build our life on the rock of Jesus Christ, right? And we walk with God, God leads and we follow. God can divert those tough times. Did he still have to work? Yes, did he still have to push on that rock? Yes. Did he do those things that he had tough times? Yes. Right? But you know what? Over time, guess what? They said, man, your granddad was so strong when he got to the end of that. Because it was working his back. It was working his mind. It was working his legs. God knows what he's doing. So God took my great granddaddy to show me this. He says, you know what? In those strong rivers of life that we deal with, right? Jesus Christ is a rock. And as we... Build our foundation on the rock. I don't care how big the wave, I don't care how big the storm is. You take the staff of God's word and you stand firm. And you will gain ground for the kingdom. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap right there. That's a powerful truth. That's a powerful truth. So I want to share this. We're getting ready to wrap this up. I want you guys to think about these things. As much as things change, we know God never changes, right? Right. I want to give you 10 things I won't have to worry about in the coming years, all right? This should encourage you.
the Bible will still have the answers. Amen? Prayer will still work. The Holy Spirit will still move. God will still inhabit praise. That's why we love praising God. That's a blessing to Him. That's our opportunity to tell Him, you're worthy, Lord. That's our opportunity to give back a little bit. Praise Him. Lift Him up, right? There will still be anointed preaching. God will still honor His Word. You know? He will still honor His Word. It's not all about the preacher. It's about the Word. And if you're preaching the Word, God will honor that. That's the thing. That's the only way I can stand up here. There's so much I don't know. But you know what? He showed me more every week. He showed me that, you know what? You hold the course of this Word. And I tell you what, I'll make the difference. That's what we're going to do here. We're going to see God make the difference. There will still be this singing of praises. Amen. Isn't it good? Have you ever noticed if you get down and you put some praise music on? Usually about about the third verse, things start changing. I don't know why it is, right? About the third verse for me. God says, you know what? I got you back. Got you back. Amen. So guess what? God will still pour out his blessing on his people. He is not trying to hold something back from you good. A lot of times we think, well, I don't know why God is doing this or doing that. But you know what? Maybe he's keeping you in that season so that you'd be prepared for the next. Amen? Very good. There will be room at the cross for his children. Isn't it good to know that he's like, can you imagine that? They don't shut the door and go, well, yeah, I mean, you're 15 minutes late. But there's coming a time that you know what Jesus is going to return. And we need to know that we know him before that time comes. We need to go and do what God has us to do. See, Jesus loves us. And something I'm never saying again is this. Jesus still saves. Amen? So no matter what season of life you're in, God doesn't change. No matter what we're going through, guess what? Let's focus on what he's doing. And while we're there, even though we can only see the middle, thank God he's going to bring us through. Amen? So there's always opportunities to grow. There's always opportunities to praise the Lord. And there's always opportunities to share his love. Amen? All the time. So if you're here today and you've never put your faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, I want you to listen to what I'm saying here. It's about him. It's about him. When I asked those young ladies yesterday, I said, hey, gals, I said, uh, if you die today, do you know for sure you're going to heaven? They go, I think so. I hope so. I had the same thing. I'm not picking. I'm saying that's, that's what happens. If we don't know for sure, we want to know for sure. So if you're here and you don't know for sure, you're going to know for sure. Because this is what the word says, right? The Bible says that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. He said, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. See, I want to make sure every opportunity when we open the door before we leave here, take you right where you are, but, but, but this is the thing. God's word will transform. God word, God's word brings healing. I don't care what season you're in, God is working in your life to produce a good fruit. Amen? So as we're here today, I want you to close your eyes and just, just, just listen to what I say. If you're here today and you've never put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, I want you to hear this. Today's your day. You're not here by accident. It's a divine appointment. Right? I want you to know right here, right now, that God says, you know what? Come on back to me. I don't care where you've been, what you've done. I don't care what season of life you're in. I'm here for you. So if you're here today and you're not sure that you'd go to heaven, I want you to listen real close to what I say. The way we get to heaven is one way. John 14, 6 says this. Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. 
So if you're here today and that's your prayer, say, Lord, I need you. Lord, I know my sin separates me from you. And Father, today, forgive me of my sin and come into my life. And today, Lord, I receive you. I believe you're the Son of God. I believe you are the one, the Savior. Save me, Lord, in Jesus' name. Now, with eyes closed, I'm going to ask you if that was your prayer today. Just raise your hand up. I'm not going to come where you are. I'm just going to, I'm just going to continue to pray for you and encourage you. Amen. Now, if you're here today and you say, you know, buddy, I did that a long time ago. Let me tell you, God's blood didn't wear out. He says you're still secure, right? But you might say, man, I'm, I'm, I'm way off course. You know what? Let's make some course corrections. Let's say, God, restore me right where I'm at. God, strengthen me in this area, in that area, that temptation, this and that. I can't do it on my own, God. Because I know we deal with that. We all deal with something. But we need to take it to the someone who can make the difference. And his name is Jesus. Father, I thank you for today and I thank you for the message of the cross. I thank you that uh, you are worthy to be praised, Lord. And Father, I thank you for each one here. And I pray that today that they leave with the freshness of your love and your grace. Regardless of the season, you're in charge, Lord. You're awesome. In Jesus' name, amen.